Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Hi, I'm AJ Hogue, the author of Effortless English. Learn to speak English like a native. Join my VIP program. Join, 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 join. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. EffortlessEnglishClub.com. You speak English fluently. You speak English powerfully. You speak English confidently. You speak English effortlessly. When you commit to my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com EffortlessEnglishClub.com Welcome and hello. Do right. Be beautiful, good, and true. Be beautiful, good, and true. That's our topic today. Letting the live viewers come on. Takes a minute usually for everybody to join. Speaking of beautiful, 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 beautiful day today in Osaka. Uh, warm, but uh, but not hot. And the air is very dry. In fact, it feels the last few days here in Osaka, it's actually felt more like fall, like autumn, right? You know, really dry, dry air, that kind of dry air. So the the visibility, you know, the air is so clear. It's like super clear. You can see a long, long way, like you can see very far, right? Uh, that's not usual in the springtime. Spring is usually a little more humid, right? More water in the air. And there's pollen and things in the air usually in spring. So, you know, it's it's usually uh, the visibility, you know, the distance you can see. The air is not quite as clear usually, right? In the summer too. But uh, but it's been a bit strange the last few days. It's It's been more, like I said, like early fall. I'm not complaining. It's 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 really perfect weather. This is this is Hawaii weather. <laughs> it's my favorite kind of weather. Uh, like I said, warm but not too hot. Kind of dry air. So in the shade, right out of the sun, it's nice and and cool. So anyway, I had a beautiful day. Just uh, went out walking. Yeah, as usual, took my daughter out and. Uh, we just went to the park and walked around. She took a little nap and we played in the dirt. Went, you know, went to the swings, played on the swings at the playground. Then we came back home, had lunch, had some lunch, and uh, went back out again here near where our, in our apartments and ran around and played and had a great time. Uh, again in the late afternoon early evening so really really fun and then i played with my son uh, indoors uh during in, in in between those times just a wonderful day perfect perfect day all right well why don't we get into our topic and then we'll come into co comments and questions as usual i'm just cleaning my reading glasses <laughs> okay so I've got another Thoreau quote. Maybe you realize I like Thoreau. Just a great writer. 
American wrote just before the Civil War in the United States. So let's look at another quote of his, which is about our topic today. And I'll share on my screen, and it's just a, it's some quote website. Okay, here's the quote. It says, If you would convince a man that he does wrong, comma, do right, but do not care to convince him. Men will believe what they see. Let them see. Excellent. As always from Thoreau. Let me explain the vocab. If you were to commit, convince a man that he does wrong. Okay, convince is like persuade. It's the same idea, right? Change someone's mind. Change their opinion about something. So let's say, you know, you see there's a man, you know, a person that is doing something wrong. You believe they're doing something wrong, right? And you want to convince him. You want to tell that man, you're doing something wrong, you're, you know, this is wrong. What you're doing is foolish. What you're doing is wrong. What you're doing is bad. So he says, what should you do? How do you do that? He says, do right. So in other words, um, lead by example, a topic we've talked about recently. Do right. Do what is right. Right? Show. Don't tell is another way to say this. He says, do not care to convince him. Do not... It's a little bit of old style writing here. It means do not try to convince him. Don't worry about convincing him. Right? Don't try to change his mind with words. Don't try to persuade him. That's what Thoreau is saying. And why? And this is why. Men will believe what they see. And this is what's interesting is this is also good advice for storytelling <laughs> uh, and public speaking, um, but in life in general for persuasion. Men will believe what they see, so that's why men don't don't believe what they hear. They don't, and this is absolutely true. If if you study persuasion at all, right, sales, marketing, persuasion, um, people, most people, are not persuaded, they're not convinced by logic, by logical words. They are not. They are not. Men believe what they see, and that is uh, absolutely true. Men, people are more convinced, more persuaded by seeing something. Now, this is why television is so powerful. This is why movies and uh, TV shows are so powerful in a negative way, propaganda, because they're not, you know, they don't just directly say things, right? If they just directly said, trying to use logic, well, it would never work. No one would believe them, you know kill babies and just just party and kill babies, right? They're not going to say that. <laughs> they said that everyone would say, "Oh, that's terrible." Right? So no, they're going to they they use stories and words and emotions and images to show you the sex in the city lifestyle to show women the sex in the city lifestyle and make it look, make it look you know, fun and amazing and free. Right? And that's true for, for almost anything. So, it's, but it's also true on the good side. If you're trying to convince someone 
to change their mind, to do something good. It's the same idea, just telling them, you know, you're doing something wrong. Nobody likes to hear that, right? Nobody likes to hear it. And most people ignore it or fight against it. They argue against it. Men believe what they see. They believe what they see. So again, he's saying, show, don't tell. Show great behavior. Show what is right by doing it, by living it, right? By demonstrating it. Let them see, he says. Let them see. Rather than hear, let them see. And this is just good advice for persuasion in general, but um, but also just for, for changing people's minds about anything. Uh is, is, you know, again, in, in storytelling or in public speaking, the idiom, the phrase is show, don't tell. Show, don't tell, right? And it's also good for writing, good writers. They show, don't tell. What does it mean? They don't directly tell you what they want you to do or what is good or what is bad. They show it, right, with images, with a story. Sometimes the images are in your mind. You know, they use words to describe a story to create the images in your mind. Or sometimes if it's, you know, if it's video, of course, they show you directly. Um, Or in real life, you do it by being a good example, right? By being a good example. So, you know, recently I talked about, you know, fearlessness and being brave. Well, what's the best way to do that? Not by yelling at everybody and saying, uh, don't, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. You know, you're afraid and I'm not. You're afraid and I'm not. I mean, you, you can say it, I guess, but the, the even better is just to show it, just to demonstrate, just to be relaxed and strong and courageous during your day, you know, in difficult situations. You just, you're just calm and you're brave and you're relaxed in those situations people see it they feel it and that's convincing that is more persuasive right in general again people are persuaded more by nonverbal thing this is also true again with public speaking nonverbal traits nonverbal communication so you could have two public speakers for example two people give a speech the same topic one is very, 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 very logical with lots of facts. But the other one, but maybe he's kind of a bad speaker. He's nervous. He looks down. He kind of says, uh, mm, 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 uh, uh, doesn't look sure, doesn't look confident. Lots of bad nonverbal communication. The other speaker, only a few facts, a lot of emotional language, but appears, appears very strong, very confident. Head up. Great eye contact with the audience, good movement, great energy, strong voice. Who will be more persuasive? We all know it's the one who has the strong nonverbal communication that is showing confidence, right? With their body movements, with their voice, and some other things too. This is just human nature. This is just the truth. We like to imagine that we're all very logical and rational. We're not. <laughs> okay? We're persuaded by nonverbals. We're persuaded by emotions. We're persuaded by what we see, not what we hear so much. So, this is something to think about, you know, like it's the same in a job interview. This is another thing. In job interviews, it's the same idea. You have a job interview. 
And most people, they worry so much about their answers. You know, oh, what will I say? What's my greatest strength? What's my what's my greatest weakness? Why? Do, what will I do in five years? You know, all that sh- nonsense. And they, they worry, worry, worry about thinking of some perfect answer. The truth is, the answers are not very important. What you actually say to those questions, the 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 specific details of what you say are, are it's not very important as long as you don't sound completely stupid. Uh, what is important, what is far more important is how you say it. That you appear again confident, strong, relaxed, friendly, all of these qualities that will come out in your voice, in your eye contact, in your body language. And it's that confidence, that overall nonverbal communication of confidence and friendliness, you know, these other traits, these other characteristics that you show through the whole interview, that's what gets you the job more than anything. Yes, of course, you may need some specific job skills and of course, you'll need, if you want to do computer programming, you, you need to show that you can actually do that. Of course, that's obvious, right? But, um, but still, there are probably hundreds of people with the same skill who are also interviewing. So, what's the difference, right? You, you have a lot of people who have the skill. They can do the job. So, which one gets hired? It's the one that has that best nonverbal communication usually, right? Another way people will say it in English, they'll say intangibles. Intangibles. Tangible means touchable, something you can touch. It's physical, something physical, right? Physical. In makes it negative, so it means not physical. It's something you cannot touch. It's not, it's not something you can see. It's something uh, that, that's, that's not obvious. Intangible right? It's, it's the emotion. It's the body language. You can see body language. It's not actually intangible, but, but it's subtle. It's, it's not obvious to a lot of people, right? Tone of voice, uh, the way you shake your hand, shake hands, how you're dressed, um, how you sit during the interview, how you interact, you know, just basic social interactions. All of these kinds of things are very, 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 very powerful and very important in communication. And it's any kind of persuasion. So, Thoreau is exactly right. It's, it's, it's in your personal life this is true, but it's also true in any kind of uh, situation where you need to perform, where your communication uh, is trying to persuade or convince someone to do something. Maybe give you a job, uh, maybe clap for you at the end of a speech, <laughs> um, whatever. So, it's, it's very important. This is why, you know, in, in Effortless English, I talk about emotion, emotion, emotion a lot and uh, motivation and things like that because these, these things are actually even more important than the method you use. So, it's very important then to develop, you know, in your communication, whether that it's in English or your own language, if you need to use communication to persuade, to convince, to be a leader, a manager, any situation like that, then 
you must, must, must work on showing, not telling. It, right it's not your words it's not a lot of like word tricks a lot of people think this that persuasion it's it's it is mostly about tricky words not really not really i mean yes there are some you know little techniques of persuasion with words that are quite clever and can be useful and can be effective but more important is how you say things rather than what you say what you say can be effective but only if how you say it is powerful all right we'll get into the comments in a second um you know it's interesting because i just posted on my gab if you follow me on gab gab gab.com i posted what's kind of it's supposed to be a funny video some comedians made it about ted talks and it's it's basically every ted talk Right. There's a formula and there is something we I don't I I personally actually don't like TED Talks. I find that they they have just a a formula and it's a bit fake. Um, Just my opinion. Um, And anyway, this video by the comedians kind of shows the formula (laughs) and is and is laughing at it. But um, but on the other hand, I will say that what what they what they show in this video this comedian's video is actually a lot of it shows the power of nonverbal communication and because a lot of what you'll see in the video is how, how the person walks how they look at the audience right the tone of their voice because there's no in this funny video there's no content he's not actually talking about anything he's just using the techniques basically mostly nonverbal He's just basically using the techniques, the formula, without content. And it still, it does. It sounds exactly like a TED Talk. It looks exactly like a TED Talk. He looks like a very confident, powerful speaker, even though he's saying nothing at all. <laughs> uh, so, it, it's, it's, it's surprising how powerful this is. Some call it rhetoric. Um, it's nonverbal communication plus emotion. You know, if, you, if, if we talk about the larger topic, which is just emotional persuasion, then that is, it's often called rhetoric. So that includes your nonverbal and it also includes in the words you use. But again, what words are most persuasive? What words are most convincing? Not logical words, emotional words. And, you know, Yes, this has a very negative side because it means that truth often loses. Truth often loses in arguments because the person who changes people's emotion, they win the argument even if they are actually wrong. That's why one reason I don't like arguments very much and arguing with people uh, or debating because truth almost, it's, it's never about truth. It's always just who is the better Who's better at persuasion? Who's better at emotional language? That's who wins the debate. That's who wins an argument. You can see this in political debates. It's all the news talks about. They, nobody focuses on what they're actually saying. It's all how they look, how they say it. It's all the emotion. So, if we look at it on the positive side, be beautiful, good, and true. So, this is getting back to if maybe if a little bit of the stuff we talked about with the, the, the whole pandemic that's happening now and, and all the nonsense. What's the best way to deal with that? 
Be beautiful, good, and true. What's the best way to be an amazing leader in your life? Be beautiful, good, and true. Be beautiful, I mean internally, inside. Be a beautiful person, a good, virtuous person. And true, meaning honest, right? So just do that and show it and demonstrate it. Live that and you will persuade people, you will get respect without saying anything. You don't have to say anything at all just by doing it. And that's Thoreau's point, a very good point. All right. Getting some comments. And Leonardo Parigi says, sometimes it really it's really tough to figure out that 80% of learning depends on psychology, 20% on method. There's a lot of things, but I, I'd say, you know, certainly with communication and persuasion, yeah. Absolutely, that's true. Method meaning words. And then the psychology meaning the emotion. Is it the right, Amir asks, is it the right thing to help people when you can't even deal with your own problems? Um, well, it really depends on what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not sure. But um, overall, you, you know, probably need to deal with your own problems first and at least get some of them figured out. But, you know, it really depends. I don't know what you're, you're specifically talking about. Yeah, like there's the famous idiom, Shocker says, an image can persuade more than a thousand. We say a picture's worth a thousand words. Right. Right. Okay. Jamal says, how can you help a person who is depressed and doesn't see any beautiful things in life? Uh, well, they have to help themselves. There's not much you can do for them, right? They have to help themselves. That's, I'd say that's the main thing. Ah, Zobade says, a mentor works with TED speakers for three months before their speech. Well, that explains why they all sound the same. <laughs> because they're being coached for three months using the exact same techniques. Like, people have asked me, have you ever done a TED Talk? No. Do I want to do a TED Talk? No. <laughs> um, like I said, it's, it just feels fake to me. I uh, you might not notice it, you know, I know there's some nice topics, but there's just something about it. It feels like robotic. It feels like a formula that I, and th there's some censorship they do. I don't know. It's okay, I guess, but, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't find their formula great. It's not bad. 
I mean, they're, they're, they, they, they do, the speeches sound good. That's why they're popular. But, um, like I said, they're lacking emotion, real emotion, sincerity in my, is my feeling. Slavika says the media uses body language and the and the emotions of the viewers for manipulation. Right. Then he convinces them that black is white, and almost everyone believes in it. Oh, almost every it works. It works. It's very, very, very effective. Yes, exactly right. People they they get you into a, a strong emotion, and then they they lie to you, and almost everyone believes it. Exactly correct. Exactly correct. Um, and mo- and what's really funny is most people think not me. It works, guys. It works on all of us. Some people bring up porn again. We'll talk about porn another time. Okay, I'm just reading through the comments. Bear with me. Vanu says, when someone is true, it inspires confidence. Yeah, I think that long-term, long-term, truth, honesty, and uh, sincerity are powerful. Are powerful, but it's, it's, it's long-term, right? In, in the short term, there's, it's easier to manipulate using a lot of different techniques and emotions and body language. Uh, that's just true. It is true. But then long-term, you, know, you build trust with sincerity and honesty and goodness, especially in real life, not media, in real life, face-to-face with real people. That's where the power is, really. Shaw Shaw Mahdi says, AJ, most traditional schools don't care uh, for students to study communication or public speaking or how to win job interviews. Yeah, that's true. Even how to observe things around them. That's why we prefer homeschooling. 100% correct. All of those. That's right. They don't. And if they have a speech class in most uh, schools, the speech class sucks. (laughs) They teach terror. They don't know what they're doing. It's terrible. Um, So, yeah, you're right. Job interviewing. Why don't they teach job interviewing? Like really decent job interviewing. These are important skills, very important skills for getting a job. um, For career, for lots of, not all careers, but for many. And, uh, right, they're not taught. Sarah says, sometimes we need to hear words instead of seeing actions as a woman. Yeah, but even then, the words that you hear, I find with women, they like to hear emotional words. It's Again, it's emotion, emotion. Emotion is what convinces people. Did I dye my hair? No. Is it darker looking?
Sea Prince Knowledge says, uh, I think there's nothing special in anyone's life. Anyone who achieved their goals did this by controlling their emotions and doing hard work. Well, those two things certainly help. Some luck helps, skill and talent helps. You know, there are many things that can help. But uh, yeah, two things you can control. Controlling your emotions and doing hard work are helpful. Yes. Oh, to not say beautiful words. Let me see if I understand this. How to not say beautiful words in a good way. This is Asma. When we need to say those nice words to raise up a person who, when talking to him. So again, it's emotional language. If you're trying to, so you're trying to encourage somebody, right? So you're trying to encourage somebody. Let's say someone is kind of, oh, they're feeling bad and you want to encourage them, right? It's your emotion that's, again, it's, it's always your emotion that's going to do it. It's what you say, eh, how you say it is more important, right? If you're really strong and confident and energetic and enthusiastic and you can get that across to them and then say positive things to them, about them, and get them motivated, that's more motivating than if you're just talking quietly, you know, you might say very nice things, but you're just kind of have low energy. I mean, the, that higher energy enthusiasm will generally work better. So it's, it's a little tricky, you know, you're trying to persuade one person there. You kind of really more specific, if you want to get more detailed, you kind of start at their emotional level and then you raise it up and take them to move them in the direction you want them to go. It's called pacing. But in general, strong, positive, confident emotion is more persuasive than less. And it's more important than the specific words you say. Yeah, Anise says, I think if you have virtue and wisdom, it makes you good and beautiful. Well, right. That's When we say good, good and virtuous, we're talking about the same thing. You're following natural law. You're following Dharma, right? Logos. Um, yeah, right. That's what I mean when I say beautiful. Exactly right. Um, would you talk, Francisco Sanchez, would you talk about theater and your experience or knowledge of it? Theater? Um, I was never in theater, so I don't know. I took an acting class one time. Um, It's all just about, you know, trying to pull up emotions about something. Like if you're you're, you're doing a scene and you're talking about... uh, you know, you need to be angry, then you're trying to remember something in your life or you try to pull up a time in your life when you were angry, you know, or just bring up that anger in you. That's what's called, you know, the method where you're actually trying to feel the emotion so then it looks natural. That's my very limited experience with it. (laughs) 
And he says, I'm outside right now doing a little walk. Not at home anymore. Everyone exploit this wonderful weather. Yes. Hopefully you have wonderful weather. Ours is great here. Really great. Okay. Amin Lamarat says, I understand you very well. My problem is in speaking. I don't... Uh... I don't read all the vocab in English. It's huge. Four million. It's too much to learn. Well, you don't need to know four million words. Yikes. Um, You know, on the positive side, you need something like, yeah, you'll see different numbers, but two to four thousand, two to five thousand words that you know very well that you can use quickly. And that's kind of what's called normal, you know, fluent conversational level vocab just the common everyday words we use it's like it's not a huge number it's certainly nothing like four million i mean most native speaker i don't i, I don't have four million vocab i don't uh, i don't know where that number comes from um <laughs> but uh you don't need a giant vocab for good speaking not at all in fact, you need a fairly small, limited vocabulary, number, you know, words that you know. You just need to know them well. You need a huge amount of repetition. And then just speak simply using simple vocabulary. Now, for understanding, for listening, it depends on what you're doing. Uh, again, in normal kind of casual conversations, it's not as much, but then you... You might have to deal with idioms and other things. Um, so you, you need you need to understand more than you need to use, if that makes sense. Active versus passive. Hey, Maddie, good to see you again. And Maddie, with great advice, learning English is all about being in love with that language. It's all about getting up at the crack of dawn and never giving up. Yes, I agree. Omar Farouk says, would you help me how to become a good man and a good speaker and also a good listener? Well, that's quite a question. I want everything to learn. Um, I, so that's th- three big things. Um, <laughs> uh, good listener, just listen a lot. I, I don't know if you mean just by meaning listening in English or like listening like socially, but let's just say English. So you just got, you got to do it out. You got to put in lots of hours of listening every day. But, and how do you do that? You have to listen to things that are interesting and understandable to you. That's the main thing. If it's not interesting to you, you'll get bored and you won't want to do it anymore. If you're not, if it's not understandable, you get frustrated and you won't want to do it anymore. Uh, This will help your speaking eventually. Take some time and then, Eventually, you will start to be able to use those words more and more that you're learning from listening. And then you just want to speak as much as you can. Try to talk to people as much as you can. How to be a good man. Um, That's a giant topic. Um, You know, um, I don't know. Study, study, study a traditional, you know, religious or philosophical system and follow it. Sanatana Dharma. Uh, traditional Islam, traditional Christianity, Buddhism. You know, they all teach about this. Yeah, like Yusufian, we've kind of mentioned this before, but based on a principle of psychology, to train good habits to kids, parents must do 
uh, do the same thing, then the kids notice. Exactly. And the opposite is true. Like I've just realizing my babies are starting to watch me now <laughs> and they're paying attention to me and what I say and do. And I, now I realize, oh man, I gotta, I have some bad habits. I have to be careful about, <laughs> I don't want them to copy me. So now I got to try to work on those for that reason. Could you recommend a book to improve public speakings? As Salvador Sanchez. Yes, uh, Dale Carnegie, something public speaking. Just just search Dale Carnegie, public speaking. That's the best one I know. talk with any Francisco Sanchez if you could talk to anyone in history who would it be and why well, without thinking about it too much I would just say Thoreau how about our, ta- our author today I'd love to talk to Thoreau and talk to him about his life and how his life in Walden great one of my favorite people from history writers Fernanda says, there are people that have a very mean way of saying things. This is very awful. Even if they say something true, we don't want to hear from them. We don't trust them. This is true. This is true. And this is where they, um, you know, some people can use truth as a way, you know, they're, they're, they are, they're not nice people. And they're using truth to hurt, right? And so, right, they, they're doing using it to be mean, and what they say may be true, but they're doing it in a very harsh way, right? So, again, the emotional part, and also their motivation. We, can, we know that their motivation is not to be help, helpful or kind or good, but the opposite. So, yeah, again, how you say things is very important. How you communicate, not just what, right? Not just the words, not just the content, but how you do it is um, at least equally important in terms of persuasion it's more important okay uh, try to catch up Um, Araz Kavorkian says Hi Jay, I'm reading the Bible Do you think it's difficult for me to learn English? Or is it a way to improve my English? I would recommend It's fine But I would recommend a Don't I would not recommend the King James Bible For the purpose of learning English Because uh, Again, it's a very I find it difficult Right? The King James Bible The the style of English is very old, is not modern English that we use today, okay? And uh, 
I, I find some of it, the way it's written, the way the translation was written, uh, is not communicated very well, honestly. It's confusing. So, um, I would not recommend the King James Bible, but there's lots of other uh, more modern uh, translations that for English learning would be better, that use more modern sentence structure, use more modern common vocabulary, more di- kind of just direct sentences, um, you know, without the Shakespearean type language that you find in the King James. So, I'm not talking about, you know, which what's the better translation for a Christian, I don't know, but um, I'm just saying for the purpose of English, you want something that's more modern right a modern one of the more modern uh simpler translations uh, in english would be better and it's still the bible right but it would just be uh it'll be much easier to understand it in english if you do that and uh more much more useful to your english like let me see if i can pull up an example of this Let's see. Oops, that's the Bhagavad Gita. Where's the Bible? All right, I have the King James Version, so let's take a look, and I'll just give you a quick example of this. Yeah, like, just the way this is written is just confusing. I mean, you know, just like this. Um, you know, like, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Okay, so we don't talk this way. <laughs> this is not modern English, right? Spake unto them. We don't say that. We would just say, Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All power is given to me. Not unto me, just given to me in heaven and on earth. That would be a direct, simple, modern translation, right? So this is kind of, this is hard. I think, go ye therefore. We don't use ye anymore. Um, you get the idea, right? So not so good for learning English. The same problem with Shakespeare. Shakespeare's also not useful for you to learn English unless you are super advanced and you're already great and super fluent and you just want to enjoy Shakespeare, fine. But, you know, reading Shakespeare, reading Beowulf, that kind of stuff is not going to help your English now. So get a modern New World, thank you, New World Transcripsime Petrosian says the New World Translation of the Bible is very understandable. There you go. Thank you for a specific recommendation. New World Translation. Okay, yeah, Vladislav says this is true. This is true. This is in dating or men attracting women or the other way. Uh, at pickup trainings, pickup meaning guys picking up girls, attracting girls, like dating, like in a bar. They teach you the same truth. Words you tell to girls are not important. Your emotions are. It's true. But for most guys, those trainings don't work. Coaches just want your money. But it's, it's, it's absolutely true. The women respond to the confidence not to right so this is why like the idea that there's a pickup line there's some cool thing you can say to a girl and she'll go oh wow you're so cool because you said this cool thing and no not really 
they're responding to your this, this, the confidence, the eye contact, the, the feeling, all of that. What the guy is actually saying doesn't really matter. He can just say, hi, my name is John. How are you? You know, I'm, I'm being funny, but you get the idea, right? <laughs> you can just say his name. How are you doing? Doesn't have to say a bunch of crazy stuff because he's so confident. She feels the confidence. She feels the attraction. He, she'll maybe say some stuff, go away, I'm not interested, and he'll still stay solid, strong, confident. And those are the guys that do really well with girls. And they may have some clever, funny things to say also, but really, mostly it's about the emotion and the nonverbal and all that stuff. Slavika says, in my language, we say it's important who said something. That's also true. There's a... Depends. If you already know the person, of course, then it depends. That depends a lot. What he said and how he said it. If someone tells the truth by shouting, no one believes him. Yeah, that first one, that, you know, it's a good point. And that's where, that's where what Thoreau's saying is actually quite uh, powerful. And this is this is something that's a little more long term, right? Is someone's reputation or you knowing them? So let's say there's just someone in your life you trust them, right? You've known them for years and years and years. You trust them. You respect them a lot. And then they say something to you to persuade you, right? They say, oh, this is bad. Don't do that. Do this. Even if they say their emotions, there's no emotion. Even if they don't, they the words are not strong if who they are is super powerful right to you you'll still listen but that takes time right that's kind of what Thoreau's saying though right be beautiful good and true do right show um, that long term you build that reputation you build that respect then the technique doesn't matter at all people will just listen no matter how you say it or really it doesn't matter so much because you've built you've created so much strong trust over time and that's probably the most powerful way to persuade but it does take but it takes the longest it's slow it takes months or years Yeah, this is not bad, actually. Imitate Trump, repeat after him. You'll learn a lot of good English, plus his speeches exude confidence. Yeah, he's an excellent, excellent, excellent speaker. And this is right. And he uses simple language, simple, straight, direct language, powerful. Yeah, he's really good. And he had a lot of training, you know, in TV first, which is probably why he's so good. Is there a Shakespeare translation to modern English? That's an interesting question, Vladislav. Um, probably. I've never seen one. The, 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 the problem with that is a lot of the art and beauty would be lost. Um, what makes Shakespeare great is how he says things right? It's not so much what. <laughs> so, translating Shakespeare into just direct, simple English, this is a case where a lot of the art and the poetry would disappear, and it would, the beauty of the language, 
would disappear and you would understand the story more easily. It would be easier to understand for sure, but um, but then the beauty would be lost. So for that reason, maybe, uh, you know, I'm not sure, but, but I'm sure there are translations. I mean, uh, you know, uh, versions that have been changed to modern language it would be interesting to see actually curious now yep yep people are still recommending about the pornography topic yeah I'll do it I probably should research it a little bit more in terms of you know what are the specific psychological problems caused by it I mean I just know it's bad in general but uh I haven't thought in detail about it, so I might do that, and uh, we could talk about it because it, it is bad. Just, just don't do it. Okay, we're almost done. Amir says, uh, people always ask me about friends. I just don't, why is that one so popular? (laughs) I I mean, like, did somebody make a video somewhere on YouTube, you know, recommending the Friends TV show for English learning? Because everybody asks me about friends, friends. It's always that one. Um, Like, there's nothing really special about it uh, in terms of English. There. It's okay, I guess. Uh, it's a sitcom, so it has little jokes and things. You might miss some of the, that. I mean, it's okay, but don't you know there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of TV shows. If you're wanting to do an American TV show for the purpose of learning English, like a something like a sitcom situation comedy, then. Um, yeah, Friends is fine if that's what if you like it, but uh, there are many, 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 many others you could use that also would be totally fine. Um, in general, though, I would not recommend sitcoms uh, because comedy is a little bit more difficult. I think dramas actually would be uh, better for. English learning purposes and uh, even like um, yeah yeah just I think those or, or like you know shows like on Discovery Channel things like that or um, the Food Channel where it's more people just it's more kind of a conversation where they're just chatting with you about like a talk shows things like that they're talking about food they're talking about I don't know some fish or some you know some some nature thing or those kind of things actually might even be better. Someone said, I don't like friends. It's a little stupid. Yeah, it's definitely stupid. But I mean, that's just the kind of show. Those, all those kinds of shows are kind of stupid. Oh, nice. English speaker says, thanks for your videos and podcasts. I listen to them every other day. You have an interesting opinion about different things. Respect from Russia. Thank you and respect to Russia.
Abdenabi Agbi says, I'm so euphoric. Nice word. I mean, super happy. Because of listening to your podcast and shows, I became fluent in English speaking. Furthermore, I enjoy listening, especially Animal Farm, The Alchemist, Dumbing Us Down, Brave New World. Ah, nice. You've done all of our book clubs. Very nice. Great. You're learning some vocab. Euphoric. Good use of vocab there. Nice. And congratulations to you. That's great. Oh, hey, Jamila. Jamila just joined. Uh, so people are mentioning different shows. They're, they're, any, yeah, any show you like is pretty much, is fine. Mohammed Batiste says, what do you think of memorizing sentences? Uh, in general, I don't recommend it. Just, uh, yeah, I, I don't recommend it because then you're going to be, you got, how do you know you're going to use that sentence, <laughs> right? Because then the real conversation happens. Maybe you need to say something a little different or say it differently. So you, if I have trying to like have a bunch of memorized sentences in your head that you have to then remember like a menu and use them, uh, it's just not very natural. Sounds stressful. How to butter asks what to how to stop learning which level you mean like when to stop learning English it's when you want to it, it is there's no like there's no point where you have to stop or you can learn your whole life if you want to you right some people really try to go for close to perfection um, on the other hand uh, you could you know, just become like low intermediate, just enough to travel and survive. If you're happy with that, if that's okay, then you can stop. It's up to you. Okay. All right, I think that's it. I think we've got all the comments, most of the comments at least. All right. Well, to summarize, do right, be good, beautiful, and true, show, don't tell, right? Emotion, nonverbal communication, these things are more persuasive. They're the most important things. And demonstrating, demonstrating good behavior, goodness, beauty, and truth. Demonstrating, showing it is, is the most powerful thing rather than talking about it. All right, then. Lots of love to all of you, and I will see you next time. Have a great day or evening. Bye for now.